It's immune system issues yeah. and some conditions, but but you just look at them. He's perfect. Well, Thirty years ago, those kids right. do exactly what you're saying. Right, right, right. It absolutely interrupted life cycle. Not not even not at the end, but at the beginning. Well, there's a, a, a neurosurgeon named Eben E B E N Alexander. Lots of videos on him, and uh, head of surgery, head head of the hospital and ended up with E. coli meningitis of the brain. And they said scientifically there's no way that there's access into the brain for that to happen, but it did. And then, so the whole, he was chief of, pretty, I don't know, anyway, he was at his own hospital. And they watched as his brain dissolved because of this disease. He has real fascinating, he was in a coma for four days, seven days, had lots of videos, he came back to life. And he came back, I mean, he's in North Carolina, you can find him on, on YouTube, Rega regained all of his medical training, all of it, all of it. And he has quite a story to tell of what he experienced in those seven days. That gives me the shivers. Mm. Now, at, at one point, he, he talks about what he saw of God. Uh, but now these years later, he's kind of morphed into several other things. But he has quite a message to say about life and how you live your life. Our friend Holly, uh, well, he had a, a, what do you call it, a, dire a directive, advanced directive. And, but in, in the ER, when they got into the OU Trauma Center, they said, we don't look at any of that. We don't, our job right now is to see if he will survive. And so all they did, they decided that they were going to, uh, what do they, enforce the advanced directive, which he made that decision when he was well. And so they're gonna go ahead and remove all machines to, and that will give him time to recover, which sometimes they do. Uh, or to pass on. So right now he's in that limbo. He should be dead, but because of the machines, you know, he's not, which has given his family more time to get to get used to it. But was this just recently? A week ago, Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh -huh. uh, a concrete hose pump. Yeah. Concrete hose blew out and knocked Carl and Holly off an eight foot. Carl was eight foot above the top of the safe room. A tornado safe room. Holly was on scaffolding about six feet above, and uh, Carl walked away. The driver said uh, he saw Holly fall on the scaffolding, and then his body rolled over and hit the concrete floor below, and uh, fractured skull to the eye socket, uh, broken back, broken uh, ribs, all kinds of damages. Carl was a paratrooper in the army, and his feet are bruising. And what we're thinking is, his training, medical, you know, right. me muscle memory kicked in, and that's what we're thinking because he's got bruising in his feet, and so and it rolls. And he rolled, uh huh, on his shoulder. PLF. What is that? Parachute landing fall. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta take out there. Only 127 jumps. Oh, okay. Did you survive again? 
127. My uncle had 106. Well, Carl, the first time Carl ever was in a plane was the day he jumped out. Uh, Why would you want to jump out of a exactly. good airplane? And he right? said, he didn't jump, he got pushed. And, not, not, and he did. Now he got, he was at the end of the line. He kind of twisted it, but when they got in there, they reversed it. So he was the first one out. And he said, you didn't have a chance to jump. You were, no, just the, going, the column right. was going out. But he said the scariest jump was the fourth jump because by then he kind of knew what was happening. <laughs> but Holly, you know, he's, he's Carl's uh, best friend since five, fifth, uh, five years old. But it's amazing how life can move along. And uh, if you understand how short life is, you live differently, and, and you can have a little bit less regrets. There's always regrets. My cousin, he's in the Army. He's a vet there at Arapahoe, America. Big football. But uh, when he was jumping out of Fort Bragg, That's what Carl was. jumped on top of his chute, and they grabbed each other and they went down faster because of the way oh, ends up missing the jump and goes through a car windshield <laughs> so, but you know lucky he was alive but uh, you've probably seen that happen <laughs> well that's why carl's fourth jump was so scary you know jumping and, and falling through the air that's not you know not the bad part is that sudden stop yeah the end. yeah you know and then big boys get hurt when yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I saw a Mississippi football player come out of the airplane. He had a May West, you know, the chute kind of collapsed into two balls. And he's coming down faster. And he went about a foot into the ground. And he, he landed and, and he, and I ran over there to see if he was alive, but he was alive. He wow. was all right. He got up, shook it off. Wow. <laughs> man, West. man. <laughs> So did y'all see how good Rick's aerials are? Yeah. Yes. We, he, uh, yeah. The story about my, that I was telling was I always wanted to have an aerial. We've been doing this kickoff kid, and we just have a heck of a time getting to the right spot. <clears throat> I thought, boy, if I had an aerial where I could show them and say, Drive, you know, park here, mm -hmm. walk up to this gate, meet me here, we'll walk over here. You know, I could show them yes. an aerial. And so we tried everything under the sun I did to try to get an aerial. And one day Rick handed me a pack of photos like that right there. He said, he took a picture of my house is what he did. Yes, yes. And uh, so he said, your house is in here. And I went, started going through there and there was the perfect picture of <laughs> Included everything I wanted, put it on my computer. We give it to every kickoff kid. You missed your opportunity to make a monkey Well, that's awesome. That is awesome. And it is the clearest, prettiest picture that you can get. We, you know, had people do drones, and they would get part of it, and they'd get another part of it. They would never get exactly what I wanted. Well, I worked out that. That's all right. And it's hard to fly and take pictures at the same time. Oh, <laughs> don't, don't tell the FAA though. You had an autopilot on that little plane. No, 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 no So you're by <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> Oops, I dropped my phone. <laughs> so, uh, what kind of camera do you use to do that? A phone. Oh, that's so those cool. off your phone? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So oh, so cool. Cool. I mean, I, those photos come off your phone. That's wow. cool. We talk about adventures. I, I, yeah. Wow. This one, not. I got one. Go ahead. 
when I had my television show, my, one of our shows was uh, for a company that teaches people how to fly. And so we uh, are up there, and he's trying to help me find my house. So by the time we found Bob Buck's place, and we're about five miles away from there, and I got sick. Trying, he kept circling and kept, you know, showing me where it was. I could not recognize my house from that height, circling like that and being green. And uh, the the photographer was a black gentleman, and it, it's really I've never seen black skin turn green. Mm. He was getting sick too, but his skin color was changing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You go from black to green, that's bad. Yeah. Yeah. My invention? Yeah. Well, I, I, and I, you got to stop. Don't, don't email me on Wednesday morning. You got you to wait till Wednesday night because I thought about this all day. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 and, and part of it is that. Uh, my nephew, by marriage, is a um, app designer, so he, he designs apps for phones. And, and yesterday was one of those days where I really needed a new invention. And so I, I, I even thought about maybe calling Johnny up and asking him if he could put this on his list um, of things. But I, I, it, I figured if you had an iPhone and there was a there was a way to build an app. It would be a combination app. It would be a, it would be a combination adult size bullshit detector slash taser, and it would run through your phone. You know, like it vibrates like that. Yeah. Occasionally. So what I what I thought was this. What I thought is if you could get a bullshit detector, and it would go it would go on the phone. And it would hurt you so bad out of an eighteen year old. That you never bullshit anybody in your life. That's what I need mean the most. And so I, I thought about, and I thought about it. So just for example, and it could be even if it's iPhone, it could be automatic. So it, 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 would, it would be automatic. So let's just say, for example, that you're at a podium and you're you're an elected official, a statewide elected official. Or or even better, you're in front of that camera on a national newscast and you spout out bullshit, mm. it knocks you completely off the <laughs> deck. It knocks the invention that I needed. Yeah. Uh, there you go. So we can all go out into our jobs and say, this is what we learned at Synergy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and it could work on Android too, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. sure. But, but I, I figure that most of the bullshit that I hear every day mm. comes from people that have an iPhone. I just, I think that may be true. It may not be true, but I guarantee you, I guarantee you, on the national news tonight, if it not, if somebody had their phone in their pocket and they were spewing no bullshit and it knocked them off stage, the next guy at the next round would say, well, "Wait a minute, we yeah. need to get that, we need to get that under control. That might not be true." <laughs> they all just have to shut up. No. And I think that might be a problem. Uh, my invention, my invention could, I think it could happen today. Yeah. Oh, it's happening. If you could make somebody's phone vibrate from a, a, a 3,000 miles away, yeah. right. you could make a taser that <laughs> was automatic. <laughs> Wait a minute, fact check. You know they fact check? Yeah. I mean, right. you know, Scope, uh, Snopes, you, you can fact check in just one click. Mm-hmm. So you get Snopes hooked up to Apple. And you knock somebody off stage one time. Yeah. 
I don't thought about this a lot yesterday. Really. <laughs> Divorce rate mm-hmm. drops off the table, <laughs> but also marriage rate <laughs> drops. Drop <laughs> and oh, by the way, that pregnancy rate down yeah. like <laughs> going going away, going away. Yeah, you yeah, thought about this a lot. That's yeah. all we really need <laughs> to solve. Uh, I think that solves two-thirds of the problems of the world today right there. You just get a bullshit detector. Automatically goes off and hurts you so bad that you can't recover immediately. You, get, you, gotta, knock you, you gotta knock you flat on your back. Uh, where you wake up and say, oh, what the hell was that? I'll never say something like that again. So the school system went hot yesterday. It was just one of those days. <laughs> it was one of those days yesterday. There was a missionary taking uh, young kids, you know, onto a mission field, uh, third world country, and one of the things the leader told the kids is these natives have an instinctive way of detecting a fraud. (laughs) Instinctive. So, are you really ready to go out there? If you're not the real thing, they'll be able to tell. So, yeah, it kind of changes the way their thinking happens. Well, I got, how uh, this topic came up. Oh, shark. I love shark. shark tank. Uh-huh. Yeah. Love shark. I don't watch it all the time, but I like it. I watch it a lot. Because I, <laughs> I learn. Every time I watch it, I learn something. Yeah. And uh, my, one of the bosses I work for, he's one of the owners, you know, he's 76. And 75 or 76 now. But anyway, he said, uh, I said, I'm going to watch it all the time. I got the mission idea. I'm going to try to get patented. And he kind of told me to watch the Shark Tank. They got the idea of Shark Tank. And uh, he said, uh, he said, I watch it every week. And we're the same way. His wife hates it, my wife hates it, but we love it. But anyway, maybe long story short, he goes, uh, I'm 74 years old or 75. He goes, uh, I'll learn something every week. And, he, and he's a millionaire. He's a millionaire many, many, many times over. He said, I'm still learning. Who is he, your relative? No, well, that's another story. But, uh, but uh, he owns the company. He's, he's a he's oh. owner. And then come to find out, we was doing genealogy the other day, and my fourth great, my fourth great grandmother, and him come from the same town. Oh, funny. Oh, the same last name. Oh, funny. So it's like, holy oh, craps! Yeah. And I call him Uncle Bob, and he calls me nephew. So that's <laughs> it. So right now, he just shares the money to the VR. That's right. He has no, he has no he kids. He needs to step he up no to the kids, plate. No brothers, no no family. Oh. So it's like Uncle Bob, you know. <laughs> you know, I'm a three eleven C. You know, I appreciate you donations. But no, it's, but that's what it's, that's what it's about. Uh-huh. And you think about it, one idea that changes the marketplace, one, you just need to. Just like the situation that, that we're in with the ice cream. That was someone's idea. They're working with my new little piece of wood. Uh, when they work on my eye, when I start coming, they bring, they put you to sleep, they deaden your eye, and then during surgery, you wake up. No, not all the way up. Who came up with that? Yeah. Who did it the first time? Who was the second? No, it's good. Because there would be a second. We talk about foods all the time. I said, now, who's the person that makes that's in a covered wagon going across the United States and looks over and goes, 
Look at that weed over there. We're going to cook it. Mm-hmm. You know, so they cook it and they, they get sick. Some of them die. You know these and who's the person goes, right. let's just cook it again and see if it makes it sick. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you, know yeah. you know what that is? Poke salad. Poke salad, yeah. It's poke salad. Poke salad. Yeah, poke salad will either kill you or make you deathly yeah. ill if you eat it the first time. You gotta, and you and you got to cook it eight hours. you got to boil it eight hours. Oh yeah. But who who only boiled it seven? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then who, who was the person that said, wait, let's try that one more hour? Mm. I mean, the same, uh, Billy, that's the same thing on, on corn fries. Yeah. How hungry did you have to be? <laughs> I know what that is. I know what that is. Slice those up. Yeah. Those are the places in the world where they eat every part of the animal. No <laughs> doubt about it. Say no doubt about it. I just fly around just taking them. You know, and, uh, well, I was at the top smoke when I was at Lowe's. A lady came in one time and Warehouser had a debt system. You bought the you could buy the post and, and, the, and it was on the end of the year. It wasn't real wood. It was scrap that they compressed and made that money. Well, she had an older house that had the port raised porch. But she wanted to put this on the porch. I said, I'll make a call to Warehouser. I'll call their engineers. Call. There's no way to do that. I said, no. I said, you can't. Your system can't be mounted on concrete. No. I said, well, that's crap. So I invented the plate that you can do that with. Mm. Well, so I called the warehouse and said, well, I can make it. I've got this plate that I made, I made a machine shop. I had a machine shop made me a plate. I said, do you want the patent on it? I applied for a patent for it. Just a piece of steel, eight inches by eight inches by eight inches, mm. and it drilled a certain way that it would work. <coughs> nope. Nope, we don't want to have anything to do with it if you can have it. Well, under the law, if you work for somebody and you come up with a dimension, it belongs right. to who, who you work for. Right. So I'll call those. Hey, I got this thing. We don't want to have nothing to do with it. You want it, you can have it. Did you get that in writing? In writing, that's what I was about <laughs> no, to say. I, it's okay, because I still own it. I still own okay. it at my house. It's a piece of steel that you can put in your engineered blocking on. Really cool. But... I sold I sold the one to the lady, you know, and uh, and the rest of it's hung in my garage. But but still, it's a need. Out of a need comes invention. Mm-hmm. But then you need marketing, and then yeah. you need accounting, and then you need yeah. yeah. But but out of need comes invention. Right. Right. You know. And and how that. many inventions never got off the ground because uh, there wasn't a great support team. You know, or or a synergy group that says, "Hey, I know somebody who can help you with this or that." Or or the mission was made at the wrong time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. where a shark tank comes into play. You know, all those people. There's so many of them that come in there with ideas that they couldn't probably take them on without that help. Right. Well, that's that's a lot of it is the getting the patent and all the stuff you have. Yeah. And, and knowing how to do that. That's a minefield. And I met yesterday with Levi Wilson. Do y'all remember who Levi Wilson is? He he talked. He talked with us. He was on Shark Tank and got a deal with Mark Cuban. And went to. I'm going to talk to him again yesterday. He came to one of our meetings. He has the 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 bed shelter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I talked to. Bed shelter. Yeah, several times since we had. Yeah, he'll have booths over at the. Yeah. Okay, it's 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 a king size bed frame. Okay. You have a break in your house, or you have, or you have a tornado. You get up, you push a button, your rate oh, raises yeah. up five feet. Yeah. You go inside underneath your bed, and it will withstand up to an F three tornado. Oh my gosh! That's that's yeah. awesome. And he's, 
if you've seen all the options that that could do, it is amazing. Yeah, his, his demonstration at the fair was uh, pretty amazing. That's, yeah. that's right. I was impressed too. For well, a farm show or somewhere. I saw him somewhere. You can actually walk in there. I mean, you can go in there. Yeah. Just, so yeah. do you have to, is it in, like underground? No, it bolts to concrete. You're you would not even slab. know it was there. No, you won't even know it's there. It's in your bed. In your bed. It's got a battery backup in it. It's got, I mean, it, you can deck it, you can, you can duct air into it. You can, that may be Carl's new idea right there. You need to connect Carl to him. It is, it is and he's going to launch a new, new products out at the end of, because uh, COVID's got to push back, but in February, and he's going to come back and talk to us again. And we're working on getting more Cuban here, guys. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Yeah. So, he's, we're working on it. I've talked to Mark Cuban. I've talked to Damon Johns. I've talked to Kevin O'Leary's people. Uh, and they're all going to come if they're scheduled to come to Oklahoma on Thursday. Which, you know, that's that's like a needle in a haystack. Uh -huh. You know, and, and uh, 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 talk to Steve Harvey's people, but he, won't, he wants way too much money. He wants way This is called? Uh, Shark Tank. No, 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 the product that you're... It is called... Uh, uh, I can't remember either. Or his name. name. Or it's Levi Wilson. Levi Wilson. Is he local? That's a beautiful guy that actually does it. You know, I mean, he's there. Did you see him at the State Fair? Yeah. At his booth? He's there. Yeah. He's, he's there. a partner, I think. Mm -hmm. He has what? A partner. Does, does he do that every year? I, I, yeah, I think seen, I saw him at the farm show. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've seen him more than once, but I, I think state. He's just a local Oklahoma City guy that just 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 gone. He and his partner came up with an idea. He already bought his partner out. He's like a tuttle, tuttle guy. That's uh, something like that. Something like that. Tuttle Blanchard. Yeah, he's a farm boy. He's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. He, and I said I've just been yesterday. He they're on COVID shutdown, but we talked through the fence and, and I talked to him about the invention I'm doing now, and. Uh, uh, which I got here again. I got off the shark tank. It's like yeah. these these people come on there trying to sell this this thing, and no one's got it figured out yet. And going, wow, I'm not the smartest guy on the on the, on the block. I shouldn't come up with this idea. So I've got me and two other guys who've been on the on the internet now for five days, and we cannot find anything like what we're going to invent. And I need to get with you about your 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 relatives that knows about apps because it's only I need someone knows about. Yeah, he's uh, right downtown Oklahoma City. A big law firm, McDean um, Tack. He's mm -hmm. in their their ground level. That's where his uh, business is, mm -hmm. and he does all of the app stuff for the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Oklahoma nice. City Dodgers. And wow. I mean, he's he's, uh, he's been there about ten years in that same location down there. I found was, lots of Levi Wilson. It's pretty neat. I mean, it's pretty neat when you, when you talk to him, you know. But like I said, out of, out of me comes some vision, you know. I think a lot of invention, inventions come out of the oracle. Oh yeah, I, I, and just what you're saying, they need, they need that bracket. Mm -hmm. you know, somebody comes up with a bracket yeah. that works. Yeah, the one, the one on the right. So, uh -huh. And then the guy on the left is his, the guy on the left has been in the studio several times. That's his C, because C stands for cement. For what? Cement. <laughs> that means 
you're done. done. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, C is for seeing in Oldfield, okay? Because there's no option, you know, it's option A or option B. And, and what people don't understand with Oldfield, Oldfield is just plumbing. The, I, I was, I'm going to bring it eventually up here and kind of show you guys some stuff, but it is nothing more than plumbing in your house. The only difference is we're getting, we're with pressures where your house normally doesn't deal with pressure. Your, your sewer pipe is two inch, two and a half inch or three inch. It's the same thing you use in oil field, two inch, two and a half and three inch. Only it's, it's thicker and more strong. You drop something in the hole, you need to go get it. We make the tools that goes in the hole and gets it out. Well, if you drop something down your drain, you gotta go and in the drain and get it out. It's the same, uh -huh. same, same, same deal. Yeah, you get tree roots in your in your in your in your sewer line. You got to go in there and they drill them out. Same thing we do. When you got a problem with well, you go in and you drill it out. It's just it's a lot of it's the same. Um, but so you go, well, how do I do this? And it's like, well, this might be three and a half miles away. Yeah, and that's something that impressed. Uh, and Gene and I talked about it this day. He goes, Billy said he met a guy with a sixth grade education, making a quarter million dollars a year. That's slow for some of those guys. They don't have, and you know, we talk in school, they talk to you about math. About math? Math. What our school system fails to do is they give you a book with these problems. They need, the kids need to know more yeah. real life problems that they have to, have to solve with math. Right, right, right. Because they understand how the math is applied, yeah. they realize they have to have math when they grow up and they go to school. Yeah. Just like the oil pills, you got guys who got education sitting there doing algebra, geometry, yeah. and trigonometry that never took it in school. Yeah, Carl took algebra and he said he hated it, didn't see any use for it. He uses it every day yeah. in a concrete contractor. But, but yeah, I'll disagree with you a little bit, Billy, on that. In, in the what, because in every math situation, at some point, there is a word problem. You're right. The word problem is application. The true. problem with how we teach that is, here's your word problem, read that and do the answer. Mm -hmm. so if you take that out of it and you make it, you make it, let's do this word problem, then people like Carl and myself, you know, um, length times width times average depth divided by nine yeah. or 27, yeah. and that's, that's a cubic feet or, right. or, or a cubic yard, <clears throat> and that's important in construction. Right. Um, Pi R squared is important in construction, but you can't get that geometry by reading, oh look, it's 3.14 infinity. That doesn't, that never goes anywhere with a kid. But I promise you this, on Pi Day every year, on, on March 14th, every single year, there's a math teacher who gets it because they bring pi to school. And they divide that up and they talk about circumference and they talk about radius and they talk about addition and subtraction um, of fractions. They get it. And that's, and that's the teachers that the kids want to go to. Absolutely. I can give another yeah. example. I, I took, uh, I minored in industrial arts in college and part of that was drafting. I had a couple of drafting classes. So when I started teaching, you could teach anything as long as it wasn't your major part of your day. So they could put me in about anything. First superintendent I had put me in a, he said, let's let's uh, form a drafting class here with some kids. Just, uh, you know, just needed spots and he thought it would be good. So I taught them basic, very basic drafting. Because that's all I know, right. basic drafting. So, it, and it was just <laughs> fairly normal at that school. I make a move to Hinton and they find out that I 
done that, so the principal did that at Hinton. And he, I had every level of kid. I had the smartest right. kid in school, and I had the, the ones that needed to be in class. And I went to him, and I said, I said, well, I said, I don't know about doing this with these developmental kids. I just don't know how much of it they're getting. He said, I, he said, I'll tell you this. He said, they will never be able to divide a fraction in their math class, but they can divide that fraction on that paper that you're putting in front of them, which was true because there was a lot of you taking the inch and you take half of that to draw this line. You take, you take an inch and a half and you take half of that to draw this line. See, they could get three quarters of an inch and a half. I can back that up with this. Just right before Christmas, I was in um, our PK3 class, three-year-olds. And the teacher in that class had um, something I can't I can't remember. I think it was cookies. It might have been it might have been something else. But she said to one of those three year olds, "Now I need you to make sure that you divide that plate of cookies in half." And I was like, "Oh yeah, I can't wait to see what that looks like." And she nailed it. She got the nine cookies over here and nine cookies over there. Absolutely nailed it. Just by what you're saying right there. That's a three-year-old. If a three-year-old can do it, developmentally, developmentally delayed kids at all ages can do it. it. It just it's a matter of motivation and. Well, um, and here's the other part of that part of that problem. Some of the kids that that you know can do the paperwork but not do the. Other absolutely, part. absolutely. And right. so, so it, 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 that's what makes a teacher's job hard. Yeah. When you know the kid's smart but doesn't get it, well, it's, you know, he's not getting it for two, one or two reasons. I'm talking about this on the short time. Either you weren't involved, either that kid's not interested at all, okay. or he's he learned or she learns the other way that you're not teaching him. Right. That's the problem. You got a whole room you know, full of um, Michael J. Fox uh, had a quote um, several years ago, maybe two decades now, that if kids aren't learning it the way we're teaching it, why don't we teach it the way they learn it? Exactly. I mean, and that's, how powerful is that? Yeah. You know, my son's a pilot. He had great hand-eye coordination, and getting it from here to here it was, and he could fly anything. He hated the paperwork side of learning to fly. Hated it, hated it. I mean, he, he got his pilot's license when he was 16. But the paperwork ground school was painful for that kid, painful. And then when he went to flight school with the Air Force, it was compounded painful because the Air Force made him say, okay, we're gonna start you from zero on ground school again. And he was like, oh, I've already been through all this. No, you're gonna do it the Air Force way. Flying, never been a problem. But, but the ground school was just not his, you know, Put him in a cockpit and he'd fly anything. Yeah. So they learn. People learn differently and that's what makes it. I can see it as plain as day. I had, I had a kid in that class that was, he was severely, he was at the, I don't know, he might have been dyslexic. I don't even know what all he had going on. Just had an extra time. We would lay out those problems. We'd lay out our, our plan on just a sheet of paper and put his full sheet of paper. And I'd get his back, and part of it was just doing your layout. You know, you're framing your paper, putting your information block, just like an architect would do on just the basic. I'd get his paper back, and where everybody else would be on this full sheet of paper, his would be right up in this corner, mm -hmm. little, little bit mm -hmm. right up in the corner. But it would be about what we were talking about. <laughs> it was just 
real, real small. So that's the way he saw it. But, but he was able to put something down that piece of paper. He knew, and I don't know how he even got off on this, but it, it's amazing to me when I, because I am a kinetic learner, I gotta have my hands in it. I, I can't, I can't see something in advance. I, I have to, I mean, it's gotta be right here. We have an employee, and I own man, because y'all probably already know, y'all probably know him. He visualizes, yeah. and everything, like he adds, subtract, multiply, divide in his head. Mm. I gotta have, I gotta, yeah, I've got long division, baby. I'm, I mean, it takes me forever. I gotta have it all out here. He can do what I can do on paper. It, um, he can do instantly in his head, and, and, and so he and I learn. We all we learn at the same level. We're both master's degrees, but the difference is his is visual and mine is kinetic. So we learn differently. And, and what you're saying, you know, um, that kid who might be diagnosed as um, special might be really special. Might, exactly. might really yeah. be special. Yeah. But we just don't we don't know well, it. In school, one thing you know, back one class I, I took, I'm glad I took was typing. <laughs> Four computers. Today, I'm sure we're going to typing. So, one of the things you had to do in typing was center your work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, it wasn't a problem. A lot of kids, it was. Yeah. Well, I have a good, have a good friend. He died in the car. Anyway, I have a good friend. He goes, he goes, look, I just figured out. So, he'd roll the paper at the very top and he'd start typing. When he got out, he got his tape measure out, he got scissors, cut it. Yeah. <laughs> problem solved. Yeah. Problem, exactly. So, he turned his work in. Yeah. And the teacher, and she retired now. Connie George was her name. She, she I think she still had it. Anyway, she, she's in every class. See this piece of work? This is not centering. <laughs> she said, I had to give you my name because we're, we're in venomous. Yes. You know, yeah. But it ain't gonna work no more. Right, right. You know, and, and, and so, but yeah. You know, I, I think that's, this is where education's really changed just like in the last 20 years from when I was there, been retired that long to what they're doing now. They geared for these kids. No, we didn't gear. No, we no. just had it. Was just you, that we. This we is what you did, you know. And then you put them at levels. You did it at yeah. this level. You mm -hmm. did it at this level. You did it at this level. Yeah. Not any individual thing in there. Or probably was getting that way a little bit. Describe my most frustrating, um, the most frustrating part of my career. Grades A B C D F mm -hmm. yeah, was designed. To for that right there, yeah. it was designed to keep everybody in the middle, mm. and that's what it does. I mean, you, I mean, you, and then and then you have somebody, somebody in a, a teaching staff that says, "Oh wait, this one's over here, mm. so they're really, really good, and this one over here not so much." But every, the grades of grading was designed for what you're talking about. So we, we had kids that uh, were dyslexic that we didn't even discover until they were about ready to graduate from high school. You know, we, we took them all the way through junior high school. So dyslexic kids. Guess how they were labeled? Well, they were labeled at the bottom. So they kids just can't learn. And they were targeted labeled. And I'll right. tell you, dyslexic kids are not only able to learn, they're almost geniuses in their own right. But you gotta work with them. But Chris, what you just said about design to be in the you know, middle, you know, when I talk about the higher people, I look for the B and C average people. Right. There's reason for that. Absolutely. You need A player. You need the A students for certain jobs. But if you put an A person in a C job, they're gonna be bored. Mm -hmm. A lot of them. A lot of them. Not, you can't cut them, but a lot of them. 
but you can't put a C in an A job and make them successful most of the time. Not every time, but you you, you got to match the, the job. And back to the entrepreneurial thing, if you have the right person in the right job, they're going to come up with better ideas. No matter if they're A, B, or C student, they're, they're, you give them the right job and go, like, hey, what, why am I doing it this way? And like you said, when you first, first make the first thing you mean I'm making, your question, your answer back to the teacher is going to ask your question was why not? Why not? Why not? Try. Why aren't we already doing it? See, I love it. Yeah, why? Why not? Yeah. 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 Don't be afraid to. to tell tell me. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious, Rick, in in your military background, um, uh, and I, I my, both my kids were um, honor graduates from their boot camp, but it was out of laziness that they become <laughs> that they became the honor graduates because if they could get through a task really fast at 100% accuracy, they jumped to the top of their class and it gave them all, what it gave them, both of them, all of the free time. Yes. So they could do all of their wash, they could do all of their, um, you know, go to the PX or whatever yeah. because they, you know, if it was, you know, uh, break that rifle down, field, field um, break it down, put it back together, Blindfolded as fast as you can, they they could do that. But inventiveness. So a guy with a really low IQ also was in that mix for the same motivation. Mm. I don't want to, I don't want that guy screaming at me, mm. and I want to be able to write letters home to my girlfriend. So I'm going to get this done, and they just so they and they taught each other. So my my. Uh, son, the pilot, his boot camp was different than my son, the, the Special Forces uh, Army guy. Boot camp was harder and different, but it was the same. It was the, you know, this, this level of you know, watch one, do one, teach one, and then, and then you can go do your thing. So, you, you know, you, you could get it done fast and teach someone else how to get it done fast. You, you went up and the whole deal. That makes the military a pretty amazing thing, the way the military is able to It really does. And address every, we were just talking the other day, somebody was talking about how you go through basic training, and you have all these guys come in all different sizes, shapes, all different kind of conditions. Some guys need to lose weight, some guys need to gain weight, some guys can run through all the PT, all the physical training, some guys can't do it, you eat live in the same barracks, you eat the same food, you do the same thing, and after a few weeks, the guys that needed to lose weight have lost, the guys that needed to gain weight have gained, yeah. Yeah. the guys that couldn't run the mile are running it, yeah. the guys that could run the mile, are, they're, they're running it too, so it's, yeah. it's amazing how all that works. Yeah, yeah. There's a video, Admiral McRaven, and he highly decorated and if you type in military and make your bed he has this teaching on the discipline of start off get make your bed and then add to that and uh, Craig McVeigh not Craig sorry Craig Craig, uh, Grogel of Life Church said if you want to create a new habit attach it to an existing habit so his dentist couldn't get him to floss his teeth so then the dentist said one day okay floss the tooth you want to keep 
And he said, <laughs> he attached that right after, or brushed his teeth and before. But of course, if you can muster up enough energy to floss one tooth, then eventually you'll floss them all. But you got to connect it to a, a, a habit you already have. For me, getting here on time is a little bit difficult because I'm not on a routine of getting up at 4.45 to do all that I want to do before I leave the house. Normally, I get up about 5 or 5.15, and that's my schedule. Well, this morning, I didn't get up till 5.30, and put me almost late getting here, but learning how to back out my schedule on that day is I have to really, you know, I may need two hours because I go into that automatic uh, habit of my morning routine, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. starts off usually... Five to five fifteen. Mm. So I told Carl, I was always he's he's back up on that job that uh, they had that accident on last week, and I said I think what I need to do is the, create the content synergy, and then I need to add four forty five a.m. You know, in the name of of that event because. Uh, I work from home, so my schedule is always changing. Mm -hmm. But I got tickled at myself because you, I go right into this automatic habit. So now, like, I've always made my bed. And then there's been some mornings, if I missed it, you know, it haunted me. Well, one morning I thought, did I make the bed? And I got up there and it was already, it was made. But it was by habit. So yeah. when you have habits, I'm beginning to learn. Life is easier, I, but I've never liked, my mom was a very disciplined habit woman, and I was a more of a free spirit, you know, and once I got on the mode of doing something creative, I couldn't hardly stand to get out of that, and I understand that cycle too, but, you know, what I learned in Synergy fascinates me, because all these different people, all these different backgrounds, you know, the hard thing for my husband is he works pretty much alone. Yeah. You know. And so he doesn't have the advantage I have of all these different people. You know, I've learned so much, so much, because how many of you guys are coaches? Yeah. You know, when I first started with Synergy, Rocky Carter was here. Yeah. Now he's my Sunday school teacher. But the power of learning from people. Einstein said, you can't solve today's problems. With yesterday's thinking, you have to have new thoughts. Yep. And where do you get new thoughts? They don't come from yourself, because that's what caused your problem. you got to be around some people who have experienced some things that you're going through now. Yeah. Because if you can't build a relationship with somebody that's been where you're wanting to go, you're not going to do as well. But, but another, um, I'll just use your husband for an example, because I, I think he's 10 hours a day. At least five days, probably seven days a week sometimes. And, and if he's around, if he's with the same people that he's with, it's to accomplish his mission. Right. And they're they're same mission minded. Right. And so it, it's hard. To, it's hard when you spend your life right. um, around the, the people who are the same experts that you are. Right. It's hard to get something new, but. The good side of that is they are experts where you need them to be experts. Right. And so I kind of, you know, you're, you're, I'm, I use Billy as machine shop um, uh, a lot in, in talking to our staff is these people are like-minded. They have the same mission and goal and the same skill set. They're all working for one thing. Right. 
or they combine their greatness. Mm. And so, you know, Billy's, uh, Billy needs a product design. He's got several different people with several different great attributes put that together. And so, but, in the, but when they go home, when they go home and they are thrown out into the world where the mission is not the same, that's where some people say, you know, I'm just I'm not leaving my house. I'm just yeah. scared. Yeah. Or it's exhausting. On, on that particular deal, that's where teamwork comes in and, and different walks of life come together. Because what looks good on paper, what an engineer puts together on paper, may not come out of the machine the way that paper looks. Mm. Yeah, Carl can attest. And then, so, so that machinist has got to, to be comfortable, feel comfortable enough to go talk, you know, this guy's making forty to seventy thousand dollars a year. He's got to be able to go talk to the owner, which is making several million dollars a month, all right? Mm -hmm. And be able to talk to him, and go, Mike, this is not work. This is what? Yeah, this this is not going to work. Or ask him, hey, if I do this, you know, then he's got to then he's got to be the teacher. Mm -hmm. But that, that that machinist has got before he wastes hours and material, he's got to feel comfortable going. Or explain to me why this is going to, you know, because, and that's what the machine shop they do. It doesn't matter if you're sweeping the floor or you're the guy that's machining them, a, 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 you know, $20,000, $30,000 tool. They're all valued, no matter what. That's what Mike said. He said, that guy sweeping that floor means as much to me as that, you know, $100,000 guy. You, you just described the worst problem that I had when I came to Orion. Very worst problem. Eight years ago. Very worst problem that I had was that when I would go into a room and I would say, hey, we're gonna do this, everyone in that room would say, yeah, we're gonna do that, mm -hmm. outwardly. Mm -hmm. Inside, no one had, no one had the, um, the opportunity, the fortitude, or the guts to say, well, wait a minute, that's stupid. So the first six months I'm here, everything we rolled out came from the top to the bottom. Everything we rolled out came from me and Dan. Guess what happened to all that? It all failed miserably. Mm -hmm. It failed for four months solid. Everything I threw out there didn't work. Mm -hmm. It came from up here to down here, and no one, I mean, it was the emperor's new clothes. No one told me I was up there naked. Mm -hmm. that no, and so you gotta have somebody. Now, we have a management system that will beat anybody anywhere because it, it these people that have been here for eight years now will walk right into that office, shut the door, and say, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. But that you're smart enough to let them yeah. do that. It's not very on the ego. It's not smart. It's not smart. It's real. It's yeah. real. Mm. I might be, but I, but I, I, tell you, I can tell you, you go back, mm. superintendents, yeah. it's got to be their idea. It's yeah. got to be their idea. So when you have people trained like that for years and years and years, it's a whole new ballgame. I promise you, there we have twenty. We have twenty-two people in our management team, all the site principals, and and all the directors in that management team. All twenty-two of them now. All twenty-two of them now will come right into me and say, "Hey, can we talk about this before we throw this out there?" Um, you know, it just happened recently. You know, it was, wait a minute, we, we can't do that. Mm. I mean, let's think about moving forward before we, you know, the day before yesterday, I, I always, I, I, we had this complete 
um, breakdown in, in what we've been doing. Mm. And if we do it Craig's way, it, and I said, this is what I need you to do. I need you to go call these parents immediately and tell them this is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Two people, after that was a very small group of people where I said, this is what we're going to do. So at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, I said, I need you, you, and you go call these parents. This is what we're going to do. From this point forward, this is what we are going to do. All three of them said, okay, we're going to do that. All three of them within 30 minutes came back to me and said, hey, can we talk about this? <laughs> this might not be the best idea. Mm-hmm. Within two hours, everything that I had said we were going to do was brought to national attention mm-hmm. of don't do this. <laughs> don't do this. Mm-hmm. If you do this, you are going to screw it up. Mm-hmm. But they, the, they had the insight to say, wait a minute. Let's walk that back a little bit, mm-hmm. not just react, mm-hmm. and then let's talk about how we can move forward in a different manner that might be better for our kids and their parents. And, and, wow. and just, but it, eight years ago, I would have said that everyone there would have done it, and we would have been picking up the pieces for months. Mm-hmm. For one thing is too, you've got them in the game with you too. You got twenty-two. And oh, absolutely. They're yeah. in. They're in the game. I mean, they've got that kind of input. Absolutely. It's, not, it's real easy for them to be can have that 22 people you call the shots as soon as it fails it's Craig oh yeah Craig <laughs> no, now <laughs> when they got the input it's it, very it just <laughs> <laughs> well, 22 of those members of that including myself are invested they're, yeah. they're invested yeah. in the system and but, but sometimes you know sometimes you have to draw the line mm. sometimes oh yeah no no there's, exactly. there's absolutely a point in all of our, in everything, where we say this far and no further. I'm this far and no further. Every once in a while, Craig has a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Craig. Uh, and, and I, if I do have a good idea, I usually put it out this way. Now, you guys know that I stole this from someone else. This <laughs> is not necessarily mine because I don't have an original thought. I got to get it from somebody. Good idea. <laughs> yeah. Too, you know, I was, there's a lot of things we didn't do because we didn't want to get 
the butt spank mm -hmm. or or you know run 50 more laps or suicides and all that stuff you know i just don't like suicides now, I'm not athletic, so what does that mean, suicide? Well, in basketball, <laughs> in basketball is each line, you had to run to it and back to baseline. Then you go a little further and back to baseline, and you keep running those until you can't run anymore. Or you throw up. Or you throw up, and then you keep going. Yeah. In football, it's every five yards. You go start the goal line, go five yards out, five yards back, ten yards out, ten yards back, until the coach finally said, that's enough. When he finally said, that's enough. And <laughs> <laughs> in baseball, and, and, you know what, when I first started coaching, I would even say, um, okay, we're going to, if you can't get this right, we're going to run so much. We're going to run until I throw up. <laughs> and, and I mean, and you just see that. The, I'm telling you. Oh, those, those days are long gone. You know, I, yeah. I came up through high school then, just what you're talking about. We'd always, after practice, we'd always run, whatever it was. We'd run, run, run. <clears throat> Go to college, and Jerry Jones, our coach, and Jerry just died just last week. Yeah. Saw that he and his wife both well, died within a week of days. Wow. But go to college and Jerry Joe, we practice, we didn't, we didn't run after practice. And I finally said something to one of the guys, you know, we just don't ever run sprints. He said, Yeah, but think about the drills that we run. He, he designed all of his drills full court. So you start practice with these drills, he'd just run you to death in those drills. And then at the end of the practice, you might run drills again, but you never ran. Hardly ever. I don't. I don't say never, but hardly ever did you just run sprints up and down the floor. But boy, he had us conditioned. You know, just I, I, to be I, Go ahead. No, no, I was doing a basketball <laughs> play. <laughs> uh, I, I can see it. When I was coaching, I became friends with Tom Hodbright, who's won a yeah. state championship in six decades. He's like a zero in the day. Yeah. Um, and Tom told me this probably thirty years ago. You know, hey, how's that basketball practice going for you? Describe your practice. Well, we do this, this, and this, and then we finish off with uh, suicides. We won't sprint. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know, I thought about that. He said, and, and I talked to Jerry Joe, and um, so really, the last 20 years, we've never ran sprints. We every every conditioning exercise we have, I put a basketball in kids' hands. How, how genius are you? You don't make someone hate running. That's what we do. That's what I did. And you 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 think that they that that they're doing something for a purpose besides running. Well, I even met, when I, my first years to coach, I would meet the kids at the door dressed out in shorts, tennis shoes, practice gear with a basketball under my arm. As they came through the door, I'd say, you've got five minutes to be on the floor. You know, so they would run to the dressing room, get dressed, get out on the floor. I did every drill with them. Mm -hmm. I mean, I worked them to death. I, I, I came there in shape, so I could do They could, the parents couldn't come to me and say, man, you're running those kids too much. I'm running it. I gained 30 pounds within a year after I went from the coaching office to the principal yeah. office. Yeah. I'll tell you, that, that our, our coaches in Greenfield, that was both of their first years. Well, you look back, they were only 22 years old. Right. Yeah. You know, and they were still in good shape. And they, they would do what you guys just said. When they said, Whenever I drop down, we'll quit. Yeah. Like, well, Coach Smith, I mean, he was a, he was a, a, athletic. I mean, he, 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 he invented physical education. Like, oh crap! <laughs> well, Coach Smith, he he loved baseball. He he wanted to play the pros. Blah blah. Long story. Make of a goal, mm. then we do have to, because it affects the goal.
You know what I'm saying? Now, if you don't have a goal, it's a little different. Most definitely. It's better not to do anything alone. Get as much information as you can. So, before we get into business, yep. uh, oh, we know uh, you heard about the shooting. No, I did not. That's why I didn't know what you were talking about. Oh, great. So, I was just planning, and I'm glad you brought it up, because mm. when I read that, I was yep. like, huh? I, huh? I need to ask. I'm not going to bother you on a Saturday. You know what I mean? Going back and forth, back and forth. I was like... But I didn't remember to ask him, and I didn't. And so you said that, I'm yeah. glad that you brought that up. Well, you know, it doesn't... I'm not surrounding myself with them. The people who did it and the people who it happened to. I'm not surrounding myself with them, so I just say that to, like... I'm not, like... But I know people who are, and I know the whole story. And, you know, you got a 21-year-old or a 20-year-old about to spend the rest of his life in prison. Yeah. Because he got beat up at the park. In 2021, you know, I say this story because, like, my brother beat me up. Uh, my brother beat me up in the middle of Arch Street. Uh, I skipped school because I wanted food. food. So, if my, like, the school's here. You said you wanted food. I want food, food. Anyways, uh, I'm I'm saying it immature because that's when it happened. Anyway, so I walk home. He's in high school. So, anyways, I, he comes home. Uh, the burner's on, and. Uh, He's like, who left the burner on? But he goes into the living room, and I go, I'm in the back of the kitchen by the fridge, and I come around, and I turn off the burner. And then I try to run this way, and he, like, sees me. He hears me. Well, he's my brother, right? He knows somebody's there. So he probably did this and did this. Jonathan, what are you doing? Nothing. Uh, why you got the burner on? And it was because I was trying to light a cigarette, because he does that. Right. My mom and dad always had uh, lighters, yeah. but he would always do that. Like being, he was like 16, 17. Anywho, and he was like, I'm gonna beat your ass. This is the first time he ever really said that. And he was 6'2 by this time, so I'm like, okay. So I run through the front door. And uh, I run, he don't really chase me until I pass, because he had a Caprice, an orange Caprice, like a off orange, four door Caprice, this type. Big body, 215s in the back. He was stunning. He kind of looks like you, in a lot of ways, but he never grew a beard. Cause he, uh, he's my stepbrother. Okay. He's my brother. I got you, man. I'm the same. I got stepkids, half sister, but it, uh, it's all the same. But uh, so he's still the oldest, and so I pass his car. I'm like, oh, he's not gonna run after me no more. Well, he's an athlete, and when you're running from somebody, when you never really ran from somebody, you don't really look back. <laughs> so this dude caught up to me and just he pushed me over. You know, and it was kind of like, because we watched wrestling, yeah. it was kind of like, he's put me in a figure figure four. He's like, did the, where you yeah. put his chin up. He's done a lot of shit uh, to me, right? So I'm out, but we're in the middle of the street. You know, and I'm like, what's he going to do? I just remember thinking, like, what's he going to do? He socked me. Boom! Like, right into my left cheek. And I was like, and he socked the me. Room? Huh? Leaving the burner room? Yeah. Well, okay. This is the part that got erased. So... This is, what, this is how I got out the house. I said, the burner's not on. He said, uh, "If I, yes it is. I was like, touch it. So when he went to go touch it and he burnt his hand, I ran. So anyways, uh, that's what happened. So, but I thought his hand hurt so bad he wasn't gonna chase me. And then he caught up to me, pushed me on the ground. 
and he socked me in my left cheek and he socked me pretty hard, but he was a sinner, he's really big. I was not, I'm short myself, but I'm saying I was a little shorter then. And, uh, and I looked at him and I was just looking at him. I just remember this time and I just looked at him and I was like, what are you doing? You know, I said, like, what are you doing? And then I started just crying. Anyways, he got up, he kicked me in like my side and said, get out of the street and uh, go to school. And I didn't take my backpack, I just went back to school. I wasn't bleeding none, no purple. He didn't. I think he hit me like a brother. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But uh, he hit me. It was enough it was enough to let you know that it didn't. Yeah. yeah. And uh I just wanted to get that story out, but I just said to say like uh I don't have him to help me, so I have other people to help me. Like my sister. She's me and her relationship got better and all this kind of stuff, even though I don't like talking to her. I would love to be around her, but I just don't want to talk to her. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to talk to her. I don't even want to hear your voice, but I'll be around you. Like, let's go out to dinner. Let's go to all you can eat place. You know what I'm saying? We're going to be separated the whole time. I don't want, I'm about to get some stir fry and all types of shit. Anyways. Um, but, okay. But I say all that to say, man, it's been a crazy week. I got invited to... You ever been to Lake Tech Zone? Once. Right. Once well, once. you know, you got money and you want to fish. You can go down there, seven uh, person boat, catch 30 fish. They'll fillet it for you, take out the red meat and freaking uh, bag it up and you go cook it. I cook mine with uh, cornbread, cornmeal, like the little box yeah. and mustard. Made into a real slime. Like, i never done this before. Made into a real slime. You know, usually it's like a more and more uh, flaky. Yeah. This is more like liquid. Because, you know, egg. It felt like an egg, but no egg. And I lather it on. I put them in for 10 minutes each. I don't even eat it. I just stack it up on the paper towels. I'm cool. Anyways, uh, I feed my kids. I bake their plates. And I make everybody's plates. And I'm still not eating. And it was crazy because the shit tasted like candy. And I've never had, I was telling my dad, I, was, I never had fish that didn't taste like fish. Right. Anyways, that's my spill of the, I had to get that out. I had to get that out. But going to business now. Okay. How should I word this? A two by four is seven dollars and thirty and sixty-three cents from Lowe's, Home Depot, and it's fucking eight dollars at Ross for eight foot two by four. Doesn't matter if it's wavy or nothing. You got picked through the pile. A two by, uh, two by six is um, $11 to $13, depending on the length. But it's, a, it's 11, like 75 for an eight foot, $14 for a 10 foot, you know, 15, 45 for a 12 foot, and then 16 foot's like damn near $20. For a two by six, you got two by eights that start at $18 an hour, or $18 an hour, $18, at eight foot, and then that goes up. Two by twelves are thirty-two dollars for an eight foot two by twelve. Thirty-two dollars. A sheet of plywood is fifty-six dollars. A sheet of plywood, and, and, and it doesn't really matter what kind. It's kind of like the wood company uh, turned into a shopping mall, and they just they they match. Because I used to work for Wilson's Leather. And that's how they did it, and that's the only way I can explain it. But, uh, anywho, so you got plywood at 50, 50 to $72 a four by eight. Prices are not only not going down, they're kind of going up. 
in a way. They always have. They have been because this last summer they were like cheaper. But so the price is going up. I hope I'm not talking too loud, everybody. But um, so price went up with material. Um, I was able. I wanted to have this conversation because I can give you a proposal. I can, I, I brought it and then something was spelled wrong on it. So I have to go home and print it. But um, I have a proposal that I want you to look at. But I, before I show you that, because I'm honest with you, but I'm trying to keep it business. You know what I'm saying? All I can really tell you is that it's, it's not more or less in this situation, see, that's the, this is why it's a different situation. This material cost is needed. It's no point to not buy everything. It's no point to, on day 15, I'm now getting this stuff shipped and now I can use this to get this done. No, I need it at once because of the time frame plus cost. If I order something on April 1st, and thank you. So with that said, what do you think about all that? I guess that was I don't know if that was, that was bear with me, but um, what I want I, okay we want my the business wants to do this job. I have people, I have the resources, the tools. I just need the material. I have the skill. I have the value. I have the insurance. I have all that tied into everything. Everything you want on the back end which really needs to be in the front end, but on the back end, I have. The front end is I really need you to, not really need you, that sounds personal. I want you to, I want to let you know prices went up on lumber. So with that said, a month ago, it was a different price. And no personal business to business, I can't lie about that. If I if I if I said something was two thousand dollars a month ago, it's now thirty two hundred dollars. When it comes to tax and the prices that they raise, and I'm not, and this is only in this industry. It's not in shopping. It's not in well, gas is going up, you know, and all this kind of stuff. But I'm just saying, in this industry, when it comes to lumber and it comes to the material, they're raising the prices when they used to be the cheapest thing in town. So the cheapest thing in town is now the fucking most expensive thing. So, I can still stay in your budget of what we talked about, but there's just more material costs now. And it's more than what you offer. And... So, you're not talking about overall, you're talking about down payment. Yeah. How much? I want to say it out loud, but at the same time, I can't. It's just, I don't know. I think of people. But, uh... You got, you got, we, we have, 
less than three weeks to think about this. Well, you know what I'm saying? The start and the time that you were wanting. Uh, so I don't, that's the thing about it. It was a conversation. It's not more or less, I, I, I'm, we're both not in need of an answer, but this is a definite have to. Again, I don't, I don't. What was the total again? 17. When was 17 years? It's down near 60%. So that's uh and this this is where I have insurance, I have workers' compensation, and I have labor or men and women that I now employ. So to be honest with to be completely honest with you, it has nothing to do with getting something done at the at the end of it because I have the skill. And it's a roof, not a door, not even flooring, not even, it's not plumbing, it's a roof. And it's the whole damn roof, you know, in a great way, by the way. But, um, so that's just what happened. That's what happened and there's absolutely nothing we could do about that. Now, see, I don't want to keep talking because I'm not supposed to look lows. Um, uh, just think about it. It's afternoon. We just had a little espresso. I still have a. I have to go see this house about a bathroom. Uh, I gotta talk to my mom. Anyways, these are things that you don't need to know. I. Not trying to put my foot in the mouth because this is not personal. That's why I'm. You know what I'm saying? You're. And, uh, but anywho, uh, it's not personal if this, if no matter what, if this happens, you're going to see something that you always dreamed about. And that's what we can provide. Like, and then on top of that, this, one, one more thing. If this happens, I'll just say with the pictures that you showed me, with the pictures that you showed me, uh, that one picture you showed me, once you see this much material get put up right, maybe the ministry or maybe your company or maybe anything would want more. And that's the best thing about it. You'll get something so right that you would want to add on to it. And I, you know, and I, and, you know, that's, that's the number though. I can say, I, Sean, you get me talking, I'll start giving all the scenarios that went through my head for the last couple of weeks about what I have to tell you. But honestly, I'm, I'm just confident in this quote, or this, I wanna give you a proposal of what else needs to be, you know, the real proposal, and then we can make an invoice. But there's no buts. It's a guarantee no matter what.
Yeah, well, it'll be signed. At least we'll have a contractual agreement. Do you know what I'm talking about, though? It's a lot of money to give somebody that nothing's nothing's been done. You know what I mean? I understand where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. I understand you got to buy lumber and stuff. I did. I understand what you just said, but this isn't... Okay, I, I understand what you said. I can't say more than that. I'll just reiterate that if we got a if we got a contract signed with, I'll get a lawyer. I'll pay for a lawyer if that's what your business needs to be to show uh, a representation of somebody signing a document, or if I need to hire anybody who needs to be at the place of the signing of the document, because. This is not personal. If this money, if this money is for one thing and one thing only, I could prove it without a shadow of a doubt. There's no, there's no, nothing in between. This goes to this, and that's it. And reiterating what you just said about that's a lot for not doing nothing. Shit. That it. Hey, how's it going? Oh, no doubt. Come on no in. Please okay. get back. Oh, just a little guy. Yeah, but he, he likes to bark. Oh, okay. I don't like for him to bark at people, so. Okay. How's it going, man? Good. Good Been to see Been working? You. Yeah. That's I was working thing. today. Yeah, me too. Yes, sir. So, I, uh, we have to revise this because you could tell this is... This was my first proposal for you. What was the, what are you uh, needing to revise? Well, unless you want to, I know you agreed to 85. Uh, yeah. But here it says that amount. Oh, the 96, yeah. So the fifty percent. Additional twenty percent of the estimated project cost upon. Development. Talking about paying another. At what stage? You just says at commencement of the develop of 
upon the commencement of the development. What do you on number two? Yeah, that means at that what time? I mean, at what what rate are you saying that another twenty percent will be done when we start the project in another two to three weeks after that? Because it will be pretty much more than thirty percent done in less than that time. Because the the goal is not to just get paid for the for the materials and then get paid at the end. The goal is to get paid for materials, get paid in the middle, and get paid at the end. But only twenty percent in the middle, and the remainder, eighty uh, percent. Full payment of the project will be due. Ten days after completion of the plan is completion. Like what I could do is we could cross out those numbers. We could both write our initials. I can go to the house, give you a copy, or do you want like an official one with just the eighty-five on it and the remainder? Because I don't know. That's what my my man said to do. He said we can just mark it off, and then I'll give you a copy of that, and then it's a signed document, and both of our initials are on it. Okay, let's go. And then I I would like also as far as. Uh, Something that states where it says a client will be paid the additional 20%, right? Mm -hmm. That needs to be like at a set point. Okay. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. That way you can't, or I can't, right? right? right, right. There's not any, right? Right. And this is, I'm helping you out too. You know what I'm talking about with Mm -hmm. business? Because I'm just saying, when you, when you do, I'll, I told everybody that I've talked to about you. Mm-hmm. I want to help you out. Right. I want to be a reference for you. I appreciate it. Does that make sense? Yes, so at the same time, I know you're trying to cover your X's and O's. Yeah. I know where you're at, man. Right. And I, I, I promise you, if we get this right, mm-hmm. I'll be your best mm-hmm. word of mouth in this town. <laughs> Ask her. No, do, do you know what I mean? No. And, and I told her the reason that I'm wanting to do this is because I, I need to know though that you can do it. Yes. Do you, you know what I mean? You well, can do this I job. I can do this job. So, but in that, I will be your best reference mm-hmm. because I know where you're at. Mm-hmm. And a person like you needs a break. Well, and this is kind of like, I'm talking about when your scope's growing. Got you. Do you know what I'm saying? You. you have references, right. but everybody I've talked to, Says, oh, I don't know. I, <laughs> that, they said that he's good. He do, he's done this and he's done this and he's done this, but he hasn't done a job like what you're wanting. You know, you know what I'm fine. saying? So I've been the person needing a break. Mm. Does that make sense? Right. And you got to go get it. And somebody's got to give it to you eventually, mm. right? right? So it might as well be me. And at the same time, me be able to come out here and go, hey, 
next time when you present this, mm -hmm. you present it not, that's open it's for a, you and for me, that's right. open. Right. So at this time I can say, hey, I don't think you've done enough to mm -hmm. get 20%. I can see that. Do you see what I'm saying? I can see that. And at the same time, you can say, it, I don't want there to be any issue with me or with anybody else. Right. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of okay, sense. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, pay full payment of the project. And she's actually the business person. She can read over it. <laughs> she's actually the business person. Right. I'm the front guy that did what you do. Okay. I went out. Right. I did everything in the field. Mm hmm And she's, she's yeah. behind the desk. Right. She's the backbone. Most Let's definitely. see. Full payment of the project will be due on demand in 10 days. Okay, that's after, 10 days after. That's no problem. Mm -hmm. This, that actually... When it's done, mm -hmm. we'll write you a check. So you don't know you you don't have to if you have the final invoice ready by the time you're done, right? We'll have the check final check ready for you. Same time. Okay. That way you know at the end, right? Whatever that date is, you're not we're not gonna we dealt with people in apartments, mm -hmm. man. Mm -hmm. They write a contract like this. Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to get paid in thirty days mm -hmm. after completion of the job. Thirty like bills, right? 45 days, 60 days, they just straight string out. We're not going to do that. But at the same time, we need our stuff, right? Okay. Payments should be made to the contractor in post-date check and will be given an official receipt. Acknowledge receipt for every check. We, we won't do a post-date check. We'll write you a check on the day that it's done. Okay. But I'm not. I'm just not going to post date things out and it not be done and get strung out on my end either. But we'll write you a check. Uh, should the client be in default during the ongoing construction, the contractor has the right to give notice and may stop performance until the client corrects the default. That's just pretty much just covering me. I know. There it is. Just some writing or an ink. But I could definitely, uh, I wanted to bring that over to you to, to show you, like, you know, this is kind of what I was going on. But again, I'm working with you as well. Right. I'm working with what you can and what I can. So when we can work out in that price, and I could just, you know, I could bring this back over tonight if you would like. We're just going to go grab something to eat. Oh, okay. Well, well I'm just saying you well, can't. Well, as soon as I. with his hair. Right, 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 right. So. That was the only thing. That's why I asked if you could swing by because I knew she just kind of finished getting ready. We're gonna go grab something to eat somewhere. I don't even know where, and then, and then uh, we'll be back. You can bring it by tonight, or you can bring it by tomorrow. The one thing that I was hoping, I don't know, if you can maybe tell me on this. Mm -hmm. If we get things going, I noticed the good weather's for a stretch. Yeah, it's for a stretch. Next week, yeah. yeah. It's for a stretch. Uh, the whole thing is, is um, I can't. I well, know. I just want to say I can't. I can't do anything getting the material until I have the income to do it. Right. Well, right. well I understand um, that. That's why I'm saying. We're going to give you the check for, right. the, for the materials. And the good thing is that. Look, uh, if we get this ready. Right. I got you. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know what I'm saying? And that's what I was saying. So I know that's what you're waiting on. Right. Well, it's for Part this project. It. Right. This I'm talking project. about for this one. Yeah. Because it's a larger it's deal. A large. So, man, I understand. This Once is you a, get the material, though, then yeah. what? The right to work. 
Okay. Right to work. How fast can you get the material Let, after we, we get you the check? That's the other thing. It could be a week, but it should be no more than two weeks of getting the material. And that's just getting shit from Oklahoma City. I'm just saying they they might say, oh, you know, some, 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 some. Uh, so but, you're you're relying on a like a uh ABC roofing. That's what I'm relying on. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they'll bring it over, they'll bring it all for me, they'll stack it up for me, they'll do everything. It's okay. all it's nice little Annie also, that was the other thing. Well, we also with this when you let's do how this tomorrow. How long does the, the job take? It, we, I mean, we, how we long are 30. you expecting? We oh. said thirty. We said thirty. With, with permitting for weather, Correct. Of, okay. You know, but the problem with this is too, and we've talked about it. Is once he peels that off, mm -hmm. the hole needs it's to be covered. It's got to be covered, yeah. Yeah, and that, well, that, that that's that's my doing. I know, and that's what my and that's what I'm saying. When you that's what I'm saying. When you, let's bring this back over tomorrow. Okay. When you bring this back over tomorrow, bring the copy of the GL. Okay. Is this and then the that prices? Way uh, yes. This is this is what we're writing you a check for. Well, this is what we're writing the check. Well, no, for? we were doing the fifty percent. That's sixty percent. That's one party's changing. So that would be eighty five hundred. Eighty five hundred dollars, unless you want to do it for different channels, single five one two by sixes. And this really doesn't state, like, I, I, it, it states because it's you'll see the material. Well, it doesn't you know. state because it's because I have not to pay for the what material. I, well, what I'm, what you're buying. Oh, well, I have that, yeah. but I'm just saying I have all that information. Like the, yeah. are you talking about like the shingles and stuff like that, like twenty year, thirty year? What, yes. I mean, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, and how many sheets of plywood? I know the two by sixes are thirty two. Thirty-two of those to do that front half. Mm -hmm. But oh, I see what you're you know saying. What I'm yeah. saying. It doesn't have an itemized list. I'd like Not to itemized. see an itemized list as far as supplies. Okay. And I'd like to see a. Uh, it's faster. A. It's faster. Just, an itemized list on the. On, on supplies. supplies. Yeah. That's fine. And. I'm cool with your labor. Yeah, stuff. the labor is kind of. And I'm cool with the total. And so if you could. Right do here, a, though, he you could write on just it. Change this. Do an itemized list and then do. Day of completion. Change that for him. Day of completion. Yeah. You could write all on that. It's okay. It's just yeah. paper. But I do have an item. I have a list. I have everything. Okay. I knew you had it. Yeah. <laughs> we only saw it on your phone. Right, right. If you could. Right. I'll put it, it in there. Or something. Right. I'll put it in there. At least the material list. What program yeah. are you using to make this? Well, my sister. Oh. My sister got this on. Her <laughs> yeah. That's why she does the backside. Uh, yeah. Because she's a computer person. Right, right. And, and my I'm, sister, she, I'm uh, a hands person. She's a fitness instructor, so she does this on the daily. Fitness instructor. Well, she's a virtual victim. Uh, oh, gotcha. Uh, you know, now because of COVID. But oh, she we has, used to do that. That's, or I did. Uh, That's why I was asking because I used to instruct kickboxing. So, you know, it's just set. invoices and statements. Let's see. Set. Uh, how would I put that? Set. We want we want him to have it like a set place where the other 20% comes in, where he gets another 20% check. We can say three weeks out. Three weeks after starting? Mm-hmm. Because it should be not after ship, Not after the stuff is dropped. Three weeks after starting. Correct. And three, then it'll, it'll three, be complete. Okay. Uh, and that's we're at four. Three weeks. 
Oops. After sure. There you go. Start date. I got a cat. And. It's <laughs> my way smelling. 50%. Mm -hmm. day, day of completion. Mm -hmm. Three weeks after start date. What's this one say? And we'll be good. Uh, he's saying if we have a problem, like. No, that's the post dated check. You said you didn't oh, yeah. do that. We'll just. Oh. Well, post dated. I started to say, since you're doing it on there. Yeah. It I'm... doesn't really need to be there. Okay. And then. We're going to take care of. Uh... Hey, look, I'm, um, I got yeah. time. I worked yeah. already today. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Started that new job. That's why it's. Oh, that's That's good. why I'm having to do, kind of meet with you in the evenings a little bit. That's fine. I don't get off till 530. Mm. And then by the time I okay. drive here, it's, I walk in the door about six. That's good. Well, I'm going to let you know for the rest okay. of this thing. Do you know what I mean? Well, I take my lunch generally. Mm. You can, you can text me though. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but I can like dial you up. Yeah. At. Between twelve and one, generally, okay. if we need to talk, you can call too. They're pretty lenient. It's just not like it's all the noon. time. You know what it's I'm saying? Noon. Don't yeah. want to mess up the noon. noon. But I think I pretty much. Well, got and I'm so. here. Yeah, right she's now, here. So. Right. so you can always stop by. You know where we're at now. All right. And if you bring beautiful that house, by the way, oh, I'm so you. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, that was kind of like her. Uh, I got all that too. Okay. I got all that emotional. Cool. So it's all gonna work out. Um. And I have. Can you bring that with you when I, when you come back and we do all this at once, and then yeah. that way you're not having to like make several trips back. Not a problem. Okay. How about we just uh? How about we do six o'clock tomorrow? That'll work for me. Will that work for you? Yeah. Six thirty. When? When? Yeah. Yeah. That works. Six. Yeah. Six fifteen. Okay. Give me time to get home. Yeah. Because I walked been, in. Sometimes he works late. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm not trying to push yeah. anybody. No, we 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 want to get it to that state, mm -hmm. so we know as soon as. It's, yeah, we got we, people waiting to see it start. Yeah. And actually, yeah, can I ask you this? Do you mind if I do like a? Because I was just telling him what we need to do is a couple of clips when you guys start. Okay. If I can get you just say a couple of things on like what you're doing. Like we're we're now tearing off the root or you know whatever it is that you're doing just a quick clip that we're gonna post on Facebook so you will be on social media. That's okay. Okay. I'm a businessman. <laughs> so that's what that's what we do to keep um our donors yeah updated Most on definitely. what's going on. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Thank Tomorrow you. It's nice meeting you. Yeah. Nice to meet you too. Yeah. Tomorrow sixteen, I'll be here with everything you need. If I have any questions, I'll text you or call you if I yeah, have. Yeah, do anything. that. We're gonna be home. We're just gonna grab something to eat. All right, man. I appreciate you. Hey, man. It's always I, good I to see you. I appreciate you coming by. Not a problem. And, uh, Whew. Yeah, this is uh, this is a nice neighborhood. You got a over yeah, there. Yeah, straight down, mm -hmm. two blocks or something. I like oh. how they did this. This is nice. He did that. Oh, okay. His side job, because uh, they work like four days on, four days off. Seven. Seven. Days. Seven and seven. Mm -hmm. His side job, he, he has a white 250 that's backed in right there with a trailer. Mm -hmm. His side job, he built all this. Okay. Because I had pillars. Uh, that's what I really liked. Yeah. It, was, it had the eight inch pillars. Yeah. I was thinking maybe we can, on the inside, even incorporate those somehow to build it or some kind of a, a mix. I don't know. But anyway, he, he said know. this was his first cable thing that he did. Yeah. But, it's pretty uh, straightforward. I've done it before too. 
Yeah, yeah, it is. It just it's a, gives just, it a good touch. It's just crimp it. Yeah. Well, they had to have something because what's crazy is they they uh, they had to do that or they wouldn't Sign off pass again. inspection. Most definitely. Since it was 36 inches and the kids and this and that, it's something new. And not everything has that, though. Mm-hmm. No, you know what but I mean? It's but, it's, but it's one of these deals that they wasn't going to on this deal. And what was crazy is we didn't even see this mm. until after we closed on the house. Mm. They didn't even tell us what they were doing. That's they, yeah, so it was kind of one of those deals that kind of grew on me because I really like <laughs> I really liked like the, the pillars. Yeah, yeah. And th- it wouldn't be so bad. Yeah. But think how much nicer it would have looked if they would have used at least six by sixes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, Corners, yeah. it would have made it. Beefier. This looks. This kind of looks like a farmhouse, and it ain't a farm. It, do you know what I'm talking no, about? No, I do. I do. So anyway, yeah. you, you know, you know, like. I, I get the. I had to do it big, and I know how to do it. This way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just saying it. It kind of. Well, these four good. by four posts look kind of wimpy for the house. For sure. Oh, uh, and we did this. This is just. Oh well. But anyway, we did that. Got stuff laying around in the backyard. Got Chelsea. Got a garage. This house for only like seven thousand dollars more than one half its size and more mm. when we sold it. Mm. Well, that's and just, for you. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Coming out here had its <laughs> benefits on that. That's the only thing I'm really worried about on the house. It's settling. I got to get up underneath there and shear some stuff up. But that fire, that chimney. Um, the good thing about chimneys is, you know, they it did inspect and it did pass inspection. It had to. Yeah. At the same time, they're meant to even do that. Just what they're meant to do. Over time, if you don't maintenance it or take it down, it's meant to bend. It's meant to curve. It's meant to settle. It's meant to mess up your foundation. It's meant to do a lot of things. But <laughs> hopefully, at the end of the day, it usually doesn't fall. Hopefully, it don't fall on me. Nah. And that's a nice little bin, but you it's know, a pretty good size bin. That's a project for another time or good time. Does it work? Is it yeah. if you cleaned it out and you? If it cleaned out, it would probably work. You know what I'm saying? You have the whole thing, chimney and everything right there, and you're on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see it. But. Yeah, I got the fireplace and all everything there. It would probably work. Something's probably. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about the flute. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Not but sure the, but the, the whole, everything that. is there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Well. Something we might look at later. Then again, still looks good. Y'all doing good. And I'll be back here at 615 with everything you need. Man, I appreciate you. I appreciate I'm you. Ready. <laughs> I'm ready It's too. been a long deal because when, anytime I go back and I got to talk to a bunch of different mm-hmm. people, you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? I'm ready for it to just be like, hey, brother. Yeah. Guess what? Yeah. You can start. Yeah. And then at the end, then I deal with the dealing with them on the next deal. Right. Right. Yeah, I'll get I'll get this I don't like the middleman thing. No, it's not uh, it's not always fun. <laughs> I'm used I'm used to being my own like you. No, I don't want to do it. Yeah. Or yeah, let's do that or you know what I'm saying? You right. can have this isn't like that. It's I'll other get this. people's money. Yeah. I'll get this done for you and uh, we'll go from there. Alright man. I appreciate you. I appreciate you too. Yeah, have, have a good meal. Uh, we will. We'll find some of the All right. See
Unfortunately, the mentality is changing. <laughs> Senator Langford was here Tuesday, moving yeah. with him. And he was describing, we were talking about the enhanced unemployment benefits and the effect that they were having on, uh, on the workforce. And he was relaying a story he'd heard about a, an individual that worked for a company and he walked in one day, he told his yeah. boss, he said, I want you to fire me. Right. And the guy, boss said, no, I'm not gonna fire you. And so the next day the guy was late, 30 minutes late getting to work, took a two hour lunch, went on the next day, the next day, the next day. After the first four or five days, they called him in, told him he's gonna have to do better, wrote him up, right. but not, nothing changed. Every day he was 30 minutes late, take a two hour lunch, wouldn't do anything. Finally, after about two weeks, they called him in and, and fired him. He said, yeah, I, I can make more money sitting at home doing nothing than I can working. He said, my only question for you is what took you so long? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's, and that's what um, we're hearing, because we're, we're hiring. And some people are calling in and going, I can make more money sitting at home. They actually um, say that. Mm -hmm. so whenever our benefits run out, we'll, we'll look for a job. Well, I know. We've got a position for a customer service representative in Yukon open. And we had 10 interviews scheduled and had them locked down. I mean, called the night before, confirmed they were coming. Three showed up. We hired one girl. She lasted a week. And the last one we hired this week, she said she'd take the job one day. The next morning she sent a text. She quit. Um, just because they had... They to get, get their unemployment, they right. have to show that they're actively searching for a job. Yeah. Wow. David, what motto? Never really had a motto. I mean, definitely goes along with, with what he said. I'd show up at school like 4 o'clock every it's funny, on Thursday mornings when I was coming to this meeting pretty regular, uh, always felt like I was late, <laughs> you know, as <laughs> I'd get right. back to school. Yeah, you're, you know, yeah. you're yeah, A lot of times I would go in for an hour or two before I would come here, but they didn't know that. No. I mean, yeah. uh, nobody else there. But I always like to be there before the bus drivers and the cafeteria workers, you know, the, the people that, that have to be there. I think it's important to the employees to see that. The top dog should work the hardest. Yeah. You're modeling those behaviors. Uh, on, on that note, when I was at Palace Cashways, whenever they put me over the five stores here in Oklahoma City, you, you guys are exactly right. The, the, the stores that the manager was there, the stores that the, you know, he didn't have to do anything, just be there. And, and the stores, each, all five of them have a diff, had a different personality, and they all reflected the boss, every one of them. If the boss was late, then the truck drivers were late. If mm. that boss was early, those truck drivers were early. If that, if that store was clean, neat, and profitable, those drivers were clean, neat, and that truck wasn't broke down. I mean, it, it, it mirrors the, the leader. You know, it's, it's, it, it, it's, I had five stores, and one of them was just a problem child from day one, and it was a problem child, and they finally threw away from it. But the other ones, all their numbers reflected 
top of the chain. Now these uh, new unemployment payments are a different issue. But you always hear about the business sector complaining about lack of soft skills. And you know, we get employees that don't have soft skills, know how to get there in time and all of this. Uh, I've read a lot, a lot about that, I've studied a lot about it, but there's a new book out called Maslow Before Blooms, it's for educators, but it has two chapters dedicated to soft skills. I'm going to finally, somebody has addressed it in, in sort of a, a way to deal with the problem rather than just saying there's a problem, you know, coming up with solutions, or at least identifying why it's like that. But a lot of it goes back to the lack of parenting. You know, so many of our kids, didn't grow up with parents that had jobs, mm -hmm. that got up every morning at the same time and got to work at the same time. And, you know, they didn't have people that modeled those behaviors for them. And my wife helped open Swadlings uh, here in Elrina. She trained her cashiers and servers, and my daughter was a server when they first opened. Like in the first six months, they went through like 80 employees. 80? Yeah. And most of it was they wouldn't get to work on time. I mean, just no work ethic, no soft skills. And, and they'd just fire them on the spot, you know, just right. kept going through them and going through them and never tried to figure out what the problem was. You know, why, why are there so many young people that can't even get to work on time? You know, and a lot of it goes back to that lack of parenting. Lack of positive role models in the home. Yes. Uh, something else put on the schools. <laughs> we need to. We need to teach. Which is not your responsibility. Yeah. Uh, it's so sad. <laughs> yeah. It, it has yeah. to be addressed somehow. Yeah. You know, yeah. it does. It's just it, disheartening. Yeah. It is. Sean. There you go. Uh, I think I got some, I got a beating every day. My brother did, never got a beating. Um, <laughs> never. I think, and seriously, I was thinking almost every time I was a teacher. Um, <laughs> uh, my motto, I don't know if I, I have a motto either. I mean, I, I want to be, I want to live Christ-like. I want to, you know, be respectful to people. Even you know, I, my my thing is is I don't have to be your friend, but we can work together and get the job done. That's that's my thing. You you can be respectful to each other and still have the same result. You can argue, you can disagree, and be respectful on and on disagreeing. Sometimes you and then you sometimes you have to compromise. And, and my compromising motto, I guess, would be if it's, if I'm not breaking the law or breaking God's law kind of deal, then is it really, you know, pick your battle. What's, what's the battle? Um, so, I don't know. I don't know if that's even good, good sound things, but um, I just, you know, I want to do it. I want to do a good job and, you know, don't put off till tomorrow that you can get done today. Because you don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. You may not, you know, what if I have a wreck on the way to work and I needed to get something done and it doesn't get done kind of deal. Your turn, Gary. Have your it. 
That's a deep question. Uh, my Boy Scout days, the Scout motto was be prepared, which is a good one. Uh, but mine is uh, the daily agenda or life list, what I go by, my life list, what I look at every day. What I'm, there's not just one thing, it's about 10 things that I try to do. And one of them is help others, you know yeah. what I mean? That's broad, but uh, yeah, your daily agenda today matters. What you do today, you know. Try not to look in the rearview mirror a lot. <laughs> Try to look ahead. And that's hard today. You know, you look back. Well, it was like this back then. But I, you know, after Senator Langford, you know, I looked at. You know, I like him. Uh, some people don't like him, but. One thing about it, you can look him right in the eye and he shake your hand. He's looking right at you. And I, I said, thank you for doing all those miles down the south, southern border. It is just, you know, you can get caught up in watching that. But anyway, uh, I, I can't imagine what he does every day. But anyway, my life lists. By the way, I have a lot of history of Fort Reno, as far as on my mom's side. Uh, great grandma used to come in and dance at the balls there with the uh, fort, with the cavalry when she was 14. They had a big shindig and she'd come in and dance with them. <laughs> so that was in the 60s, 1800s. No. Well, she was old. I think it was old. Real old. She yeah. lived to be about 90. She getting older by the minute. Old. Real old. Let's see. Yeah. She's about as old as me. No. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I think she lived to be in the 90s, but, uh, yeah, they used to. There's a lot of history there. Jonathan? So. Uh, I'll just, uh, hold on, I got it on my phone, so, uh, it's your attitude, not your aptitude that determines, that determines your altitude, sorry, I stuttered that one, but it's, it says, it's your attitude, not your aptitude, that determines your attitude, or I mean your altitude. Right, I wonder where you got that. Well, well, that was, that's a good, that's a good question there, Gary, uh. <laughs> Gary gave me a book, and um, I'm on like a, it's like a 75-day challenge with a group of some people I didn't even know, anywho, uh, got into it, and uh, it's online, but it's a 75-day challenge, work out two times a day, no cheat meals, stick to a diet, gallon of water a day, all these kind of things, and I'm on day nine today, and, um, and I have to read 10 pages a day, so I finished your book, and uh, yeah, it took a little bit, it took a little bit, but I finished your book. And um, this, through that whole book, he really showcases how all of what you have said, you have to be prepared, you have to be ready, you have to be spiritually, financially, you know, physically, you have to be, you have to have it all, because you, you, it won't work. You know, don't try to, well, he didn't say this, but this is what I say, don't try to, you know, rewrite, rewrite history. 
you know, kind of just evolve with it, you know, respect what was before and then move forward with it, you know. But, um, yeah, that's mine. My, my word is my bomb. Mm. I can remember growing up and, and grew up in agriculture, and, and one of the things we always used to do is if you forward contract the cattle, they don't handshake. Never had any contracts or anything. And, and I can remember dealing with Gaylor Gruder. Yeah. And if you made a deal with Gaylor Gruder, yeah, it was going to happen regardless. And um, I can remember in my young adult years being so discouraged that we had to have, and I worked for the government, and I remember one case in particular, but we were trying to purchase some Angus re replacement heifers, and it was over our bid ceiling for what we could do, so it had to go to the area office. And they sent back a, a contract for people to bid on that was 40 pages long to buy 70 replacement heifers. Right. And all the all my all my cattle buyers that I sent it to, to try and procure these cattle, yeah. sent it back. We're not messing with this. We're not we're not gonna do it. Right. They have to have a 40 40 page contract to buy sixty or seventy head of cattle. And that it was just beyond me that <laughs> we were able to do deals with handshake. If you if you shook hands on it, it was done. Yeah. And but anyhow, I, I've, I've tried, to main, tried to maintain that throughout my life. You think about that, I, I think about Paul King. That's why he does most of his business on that mm -hmm. shit. You're going to pay for it. It's, I'll do it for this price, and it's, it's done. Mm. No matter what happens, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have three. <coughs> the one in my, my personal life is do unto others as others do unto you. Right. I mean, just, just that's basic. And I think about it all the time. And then, uh, and then when I was playing sports and then, and then other things, failure is not an option. If you, you know, that's what gets me through the day most of the times. If it really gives adversity, you may you may not hit your goals, but that doesn't mean you fail. Right. You know, I mean, it, you know, I watched the girls' basketball game the other night. I watched uh, Baylor play UConn. And I was watching that game, and, and I was going, better lost. But it's like those those girls shouldn't, you know, shouldn't hang their heads. They lost on the scoreboard. They didn't lose on the, you know, what I mean, yeah. failure's not an option. You know, like Paul, I got that off Apollo of <clears throat> off Apollo of thirteen. You know, whatever what his name said, uh, uh, Krantz said, you know, failure's not an option. You know, people, you know, and it's like that's true. You can you can fail. I mean, you can choose to fail. But as long as you don't choose, you may not hit your goal, but, you, you know, but that one. And then the other one I live by is, is and, and this is, gets me in trouble, but uh, lead, follow, or get out of the way. And I think there's one person in the room that kind of knows that, what that means. So, no. Yeah? yeah. How, do drive, how do I drive? You are the best driver. Uh, <laughs> oh. I'll say in a hundred mile radius. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Nobody matches up to you. Give him, a give him a sports car. I want to see you in like a road. I want to see you like race. I used to, I used to race. Okay, because I, you, I ain't never seen nothing like that before. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to y'all, you know. We were, I was just, and there ain't nothing to hold on to. <laughs> just 
was sucked up, buddy. I'm telling you. Mm. So you were riding like this. Yeah, I was. I, I, I was shaking, but I was trying not oh, to shake in front of me. Why I hear this noise? Can we take a break? No. We'll get text 
I mean, and then they got God like us that will call me. I mean, it's, you got four places every day to keep checking over and over because they, they just slip them in. They just, you know, and uh, it's crazy. But the El Reno now is every Thursday, every three. I mean, it's, 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 so you just go there and watch it. And, and Matt does a good job. I mean, he really does. I mean, yeah. he likes to talk. Yeah. Yeah, and he answers the questions. I mean, people, you know, it's live, so people ask him questions, and he hasn't shot away from one of them yet. Yeah, it's, it's funny because, you know, I had a couple of calls, and they said, they said you didn't say anything. Well, number one, it's not my show, mm. and you need to be respectful of that. You, I, mean, I know where my place is, so I'm going to, if I if you directly ask me a question, I think I interjected maybe once, but, and they said, you should sit up like this, and I was sitting up as straight as I could, but it's like, this is not my show. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm gonna, this is his show and I'm a guest on his show and I'm gonna be respectful no matter what. And, but what? I thought that it still was, I, th I thought it was still positive. It um, and uh, it, it, he cracks me up because he, he will say, okay, we're gonna ask you, ask, ask a question, and then he'll answer the same, his own question kind of deal. He runs it, he runs it. And I just, you know, I just have, he says things and I'll just look at it. I, before the cameras started rolling, some of the stuff he said, I'm like, oh my goodness. If you were in corporate world, you would have been fired so many times right now. But he's just, he's just very rough around the edges. But I, I will say that, um, it was a. It, I felt like it was a positive. He was very. I mean, he was very supportive. I yes. mean, that, even though we know in real life that's not him. Right. But in front of that camera, he knows how to play it. But you know, sometimes you know you have to. Um, no matter what the end result from anyone is, and what their agenda is, you can't control the end and their agenda. That's they're they're going to have to answer for all that. But to me, when you when I'm gonna I'm gonna accept the kindness at the moment, and still. Have, be careful. Does that make sense? Sure. And um, and it's for the betterment of the community, and mm -hmm. I want it to be better. For, I want the community to benefit. It's not about me. It is about the community and what what Main Street can offer the community and how we can help sustain you know I, I the economic growth. You did a good like job. You, you came across really well. Oh, mm -hmm. Thank you. <laughs> and in your in your industry, <clears throat> do what? And in your industry, you. Uh, uh, real estate, commercial, and, and uh, it's going up. Yes, uh, residential is going quicker than the. Uh, I saw I saw talked to some people yesterday. You know, I mean the little houses over there that Charlie Holbrook built way back there uh, that were thirty, forty thousand dollar houses a few years back are selling for over a hundred thousand. Nineteen seventy-eight. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're small. Yeah. They're yeah. small houses. Small. Right? Third, 1,100, 1,200 yeah. square feet. Starter homes. We, we used to call them starter homes. Yeah. yeah. But well, there's, uh, there's not any available. There was an article. The interest rate. Wood is just so expensive. Well, plywood jumped $4 yesterday. Four what? Dollars. Plywood jumped four more dollars yesterday. Jeez. So now you're 45 to, 45 to $50 a sheet for half inch CD. For Jeez. plywood. Oh, it's $70 to right. three fours. Keep going. Yeah. Um, two before is what? Seven eighty one. What's what's sheetrock? Uh, half inch. Half inch is thirty 
Forty. It's thirty-seven or forty-two dollars. Oh my goodness! No, for a whole shoe. It's just. I will tell you this because we're, we're we moved our operation from Houston to Oklahoma City, and so we're going to build racking, and so I had to call around and get prices. That's why I know what what plywood's doing. Mm -hmm. And I called around yesterday. Lowe's and Home Depot. We need some one by one by eights, ten, uh, eight foot long. Mm -hmm. Pretty common, just for show, right? Lowe's and Home Depot are sixteen thirty for an eight foot board. Call Forest Lumber. They're six dollars. So yeah. I'm going to Forest Lumber. I mean, when I leave here, I got a meeting. I got to go down to down there. Yeah. And get a bunch of one by sixes. Right. What, what place is that? I'm sorry. Forest, Forest Lumber. Yeah. Down on May Avenue. Off May what? Avenue. Yeah. You know. Right across from the State Fairgrounds on the east side. And they're really good people. They got a good staff over there. Yeah. They'll take care and they, of them. They deal with contractors more than they do. The yeah, they don't really. Maybe you ought to open business, buy all that $6 stuff, and well, sell it for 30 I, <laughs> I got my, my, you know, I used to, used to buy lumber. So I got a, I called when I found out how much lumber was. So I called my old guys at the wholesale lumber. You know, we used to buy them by the rail, by the cars. By the rail. And so I called him and I said, Peace God. And I, his name's Philip Scott. They call him Peace God. Me. <laughs> I said, Peace God. What the hell? How much can I buy a sheet of plywood from you for? He said, Well, if I'd sell it to you, you know, because he's wholesaler, and, and I said, he said, right now, and this was this was uh, let's see, this is Thursday, mm -hmm. Monday, no, last Friday, last Friday, it was uh, thirty-eight dollars a sheet, wholesale, wholesale, and he said, and then yesterday it jumped to forty-three. And I said, I don't need good plywood. I just need non-certified, <laughs> non-mill cert plywood. I said, where can I find some non-mill cert? He said, go to Payton, Oklahoma, that lumber yard there by all of our, all of our non-cert. And so I called over there, $24 a sheet. When I called yesterday, she said, you better get here because it's now $39 a sheet, or $29 a sheet. It went up $5 for non-mill. And, uh, and she said, so how long will it take me to get loaded? She says, well, right now they're backed up to the interstate. It's in Payton, and the, the trucks are lined up. What's what's causing that prices? It was always supposed to be that way. Uh, I'm sorry, that was the answer. There's five mills, what I was told, that make plywood. As of right now, there's one doing it. The other four shut down because of COVID and other issues, they said. To keep a full So we only have one wow. mill. And whenever Trump was in the office, we had a level playing field. Mm -hmm. So all, everything, you know, oil was stable, lumber was stable, everything was stable. Mm -hmm. When Biden took over and really, and, and, and uh, did away with all those deals, well, all the people that Trump was holding down, going, we're gonna get our money now. That's what they're doing. Well, and, and, and you know, I've always, I think that, I know this sounds terrible, this is probably too political, but a businessman should be running our country. You know, even though we are a gov it's a government entity type deal, I always still it's kind of like nonprofit. We are still a for-profit organization. Just because we're nonprofit doesn't mean that we can't run on a profit. You know, don't spend all the money you have. You can have money in the bank, and you know, our country needs to be run on, the, on the, as a business. A good CEO is a good leader, and they put good people in the in the jobs that they're good at, and let them deal with the foreign whatever but he I mean I don't know what kind of man he was and I'm not saying that but as far as a businessman I think he you know well back to the he held down the real estate of the red car from yesterday up on the city you know we watch home improvement show at home city I do 
and all around, around the nation, you know, people put something on the market, it always sells above market price. And we go, that doesn't happen here. It happens, it's happening here now yes. every day. Every day. Every day. You can, you know, people are Get, are, getting a lot of calls from California and Oregon buying property in well, Oklahoma. Like I, I, said, like I said, our, my, one of our owners of our company has a place down in Lake Texoma. He bought the, the lot that he's built his mansion on and he bought nice. two lots next to him that, so no one could build next to him. Two lots. He just sold each lot for a million a piece. He paid 150000 for it for them and sold them for a million a piece to Californians. Right. They, they have. And they the guide that we used just told us when we were down there fishing. He mm -hmm. was telling us, you, you, you can't afford to buy land at Lake Texoma right now. Nope. He said you can't. It's sad. They're, they're moving in droves. And, the 20s and it was go to california now it's come back to oklahoma yeah wow but it's it's a it's a seller's market now right now but then you don't have nothing to buy because it's so expensive exactly <laughs> it's all relevant i told james that let's sell and live in the camper <laughs> the campers are high too there you go maybe well, we can sell ours for, for a profit <laughs> and to give you an idea about steel okay steel at the dock in Houston is $300 a ton. So that's that's scrap iron. That's not new steel. That's scrap. So I, the guy told me the other day that we were trying to buy some steel. He said, let me give you an idea. He said, anytime you drive down the interstate and you see a piece of steel on the side of the road, you better get it. <laughs> he said, that's gold. <laughs> oh, I'll said, keep that in mind. Yeah. He said, right, right now, it, in local mills around here, you know, we can sell steel. It's at least $150 a ton. It doesn't take much steel to make a ton. No, it don't. And so, hmm. it's, it's nuts. Our whole, our, whole, our whole financial situation is nuts. My son comes in the house next door, supposedly. I still don't know because I have not seen any any uh, trace of them, but they've been moving in. And they were, I could see them last night, but it was dark. And um, so my, my kids that came in, they said, yep, we got Californians and they got Biden flags of flying. Mm. And what? I. Biden flags flying, <laughs> and um, I said, you've got to be kidding me. I mean, I guess I'm just so still gullible. Little boys, they just, they, it's like nip and dog, that either side, they just go at me. I'm going, what, what, what? But um, I, I just, they were just saying, yeah, I mean, they got stick, Biden stickers all over, and he goes, and I looked at him, I said, you're just lying, you're lying. And they no, 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 I still don't know if that's true or not. And I well, we'll just go outside our house and shoot our guns every night and see how they like. Welcome to Oklahoma! <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, because uh, we live out in the country, mm -hmm. and even though we live, it's the weirdest thing. We're in the middle of, basically in the middle of nowhere, and there's like 10 houses, and mm -hmm. we have an acre and a half or whatever, in a little cul-de-sac area, and uh, there's always guns. I mean, guns, are sh I don't know what one of our neighbors are doing. He'll go, shoot you can hear about three or four rounds and then it'll wait 30 minutes you'll hear another three or four rounds i don't know what he's doing out there it's just like what are you is he shooting a gopher i, I just don't know but probably is yeah. and i always worry because there's cattle behind our house like mm -hmm. uh oh we have a vet that lives the the vet's land kind of comes up halfway down the i would say the, the you know from all the other property lines mm -hmm. you know halfway up to our house but and he has horses out there and everything. And I always, I know pistols don't go as far as other things, but it still concerns me. I mean, we are very careful when we shoot bows and things like that. 
because it can, you miss, I miss the target. And, <laughs> and it just takes one time to get, you know, you know somebody's uh, livestock. Oh my goodness, I would just die if I hurt somebody's livestock. You're aiming too low there. I'm doing, I'm not, I shoot again better than I do though. Of course, we 